And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, Wax, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for taking the time, man. It's nice to talk to you. Pleasure, man. Where are you? Actually, uh, I'm in France. I'm in my my studio in my hometown, like uh, quite uh, everybody on Earth, like just locked down in France at the moment. So, mm -hmm. What's your hometown? Uh, it's a small town called Vernon. It's about an hour from Paris. It's in Normandy. It's more it's more known for a, a village called Giverny, where you got like a Claude Monet, the painter. It's a yeah, it's it's a cool town, a different vibe. Um, yeah, like it. So you say you are shut down in Vernon. There, um, what's that mean for you guys? Well, actually, it's. Um, I can't say that um, I'm the most to blame and, and to, to complain about because I was in the process for the this coming album I got. So I was in a studio in, in this process. Yeah, mainly I, I got to say that if I'm honest, that I, it's been quite what was playing. Like I was supposed to be in a studio. So that's what I've done for most of the year. But uh, in the same time, it's kind of weird because some people, they're like, it doesn't change so much for you. And I feel like it's true and completely wrong because from a mental point of view it's very different and we we know that uh it's going to be tough for a long time and not only about music but for everybody for the past eight months or so you've been mostly in the studio yeah exactly here in the u.s the the infection rates are really high and we're facing another shutdown where we have to stay inside how are you guys doing there in vernon are you are the numbers going up or are they staying steady or going down 
actually we're in the, the second part of the of the lockdown like this is the second time we we got a lockdown this year for most of the people who know about that they nobody really believed that it's going to be the last one at this point like for many reasons that are beyond our control uh, it looks like we are about to be out of this lockdown just before christmas for probably for reasons that are not so medical <laughs> right <laughs> but you can imagine then i don't know like we will see but uh yeah, probably we'll have a third wave or something like maybe in February. I don't know. Um, we were just expecting for things and uh, and then uh, just just hope that it's going to be a, a a bit better for the next year because it's it's complicated. Right. Yeah. Well, as I was saying earlier, I don't get too many international guests. They're mostly from North America, and um, I'm not trying to be U.S. centric here, but I would like to know: Are you surprised? with the way Donald Trump is behaving right now? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, for me, honestly, from outside, once again, the more surprising is to hear some journalists that l seem to be surprised. Be like, why are you supposed to be surprised about that? Like, it's been acting like that for four years. So <laughs> why it should change like that? Like, uh, you know, we, we got a different culture. And when I say different culture... I mean, um, you know, I've been doing, uh, I've been touring and, and coming to the U.S. for a long time now, like 20 years now. And just, um, I got a lot of friends in the, in the U.S. And uh, I love to be in the U.S. Like, and I, I really feel like second home when I'm in the U.S. And uh, you you guys in the U.S., you've never been so uh, separated like that, like uh, for a yeah. long time with so, so different point of view in front of each other's. So um, I'm very mm -hmm. concerned about this idea of we the people. It's same in France. And uh, sometimes people vote for people because they're lost. And it's too easy to blame the people because at the end they're victims. That's my vision about that. Like I, I don't say that we can excuse everything. There is some awful things and, and you get a different history. And uh, even when, with a lot of discussion and everything, I, I know that I miss some points. So I'm, I'm, the more I know, the more I try not to judge or feel like I don't know so much. You know what I mean? Like the more I, I know, do. the more I feel like I don't know so much. So I try to keep my, my point of view for many things, not because I don't dare to say it, but just I feel like maybe I don't have enough elements to judge. But I just feel that at the end, with everything that happened, the people are just the victims. Yeah. Back in uh, July, August, it seemed like France and, of course, Paris were having Black Lives Matter marches and protests. Mm -hmm. Did you have any experience close to any of the protests? or? Yeah, of course. Uh, not, not in my town, but once again, it's a small one. And uh, when we get this kind of, of march or whatever, most of the time it happened in, in, in Paris, in the biggest town. Uh, of course, we've, we've seen that. I've took position about that because um, some people in France were more like, um, we um, we don't have the same, um, we can't compare, something like that. Like we can't compare, we, we got different story, history. That's partly true, but it doesn't mean that we're not concerned because we're all concerned. And that's another point. Like I got some friends in the US sometimes who can tell me like, uh, JC, uh, you're, you're not from here, so you don't understand everything. And I just feel like, what what am I supposed to? What what kind of element do I need to understand that? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. what I mean? like it's. Do I need to be gay to uh, 
to feel like they got the same right as me? Uh, right. Uh, do I need to? And, and I feel like um, for many reasons, especially because of my background in the music that is mostly in the hip hop culture, I, I just feel like uh, I owe something about that. Not not only for this reason, because it, it would be a, a misunderstood to say that, but you know what I mean? It's beyond that. Of course, it's way beyond that. But with these elements, in addition, I was just thinking we need to uh, be concerned about that because it, it's not only uh, the, the Black Lives Matter. In France, we got a different story, like I said, but um, we, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we got the same kind of police brutalities, not exactly the same situation. The, the only difference is that it's all about the guns. The gun situation is different. So it is, yeah. Probably it gives a different level of reaction. That's it. But it doesn't yeah. mean that the process is, is not the same. It's exactly the same. We've had like crazy stories with uh, police brutalities. And uh, we've seen what happened in uh, the, the two past years in France. And um, it, it's growing. Like it, it's really growing. So I just feel like we need to to be concerned. Whoever, uh, like, like I said, like uh, defending Feminism is not a question about being a female. Uh, you don't need to be gay to be concerned about those rights. And mm-hmm. same for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Ultimately, we're hopefully all looking towards social justice. And there may be some little differences here and there um, or, you know, significant differences from country to country. But I think France having the large scale marches that they had compared to the you know the ones we had in the US both both countries had such vast movements that it's an indication that it's not just american black lives matter it's no. you know thankfully a global social justice movement and um absolutely absolutely and you, you know you you were mentioning this thing about countries and uh, uh, we talk about uh, economical fights and we are supposed to uh, be part of of one part, like you know, like U.S. is fighting China, so Europe is supposed to be this or that. But at the end of the day, uh, we got more. In, imagine for a second that Europe is in a in a in in a, in a fight with the U.S. for economical reasons. As a re- European citizen, you're supposed to be um, more concerned or be in the position of defending this. But at the end of the day, like uh, billionaires in the U.S. are the same billionaires as in Europe, and people in Europe are the same as people in... And we got more in common. Since the movement has been... It's always been there, but since the movement this summer, it's been in full swing. Have you noticed a change in, in your behavior or your community's behavior or your peer group's behavior um maybe it's a bit too early to to answer this question but Mm -hmm. if i just take it from my point of view and my 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 own reaction about things i think like i said a bit earlier i'm getting older and uh, the more i know about things the more i take care about uh, my judgment like taking time about thinking um even like when i said like earlier like am i concerned about this kind of of fight and i feel like Yes, I am. No doubt. There is no, not a second of, uh, of thinking about that. Of course I am. But the next question is, and what do you do exactly to, um, to show it? 
you know, right. like to improve. That, that's that's something like there is a moment like I don't remember exactly the phrase that I could see on on networks most of the time. It was like a silence is guilty or something like that. Right. And yeah. It's and sometimes you know how it can be uh, this kind of phrase can be fake and this one was not fake. I was like, hey, yeah, it's exactly right. Like there is a moment like silence is guilty. Like you can say like, oh, I don't need to say that. It's evident. No, it it's not. And if people around you got any doubt and if 10 people around you say that maybe the the 11th guy who, who was not concerned maybe he, he, he'll take time to think about it right yeah yeah it, it's uh with that phrase it's uh, obviously it can be interpreted in a lot of different ways but that phrase gives the person who isn't going to say anything it gives them space to consider saying something, you know, rather than being aggressive and threatening, it could give someone pause and they'll think about it for a minute and they may say to themselves or or speak out. Um, at first, I thought, oh, I don't know how that's going to go over. But the more I thought about it and more the movement expanded, it makes a lot more sense. And again, if I think if you look at it as not aggressive and maybe just a thought provoking phrase, I think it's going to spread positively yeah and I, also i think that uh we live uh we, we're in a land of confusion like genesis was saying in here. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really uh i just hope that uh this kind of special year like this 2020 is, is something and i just hope that uh, it's going to bring something positive at one point i really, yeah. really hope about that yeah me too well outside of the last eight to nine months of pandemic um social justice movement and for us election and i'm sure you're getting plenty of election news outside of all this news are you watching or reading or doing anything fun or silly <laughs> actually uh it's funny because i talk about a year ago and in my mind after everything that we went through i feel like it was 10 years ago <laughs> i know i'm <laughs> you with know. you I had a U.S. tour last year. It was great. Uh, just meeting some people, brainstorming about uh, this album that I w was still was already in the in the process, and uh, just trying to uh, feed my reflection and uh, and everything around. And uh, and again, like uh, we we've talked about, uh, you've introduced me into a kind of political discussion, and I like it because I'm concerned. And it's not a pandemic; it's just something that accelerates. Uh, movement about things but we know that a crisis is coming like uh, <laughs> the way i see that is it looks like a bad movie like the crisis is coming yeah <laughs> but actually we know that there is something coming about the economical uh, and um, and people are are about to suffer from this so i, I think it's time to be concerned and my album was uh, the, the process for me was really about that too like the, the 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 name of my next album is the shadow of their sons and uh it means a lot to me it was like um a special meaning the, the meaning for me is just that we do like 99 of the population we we live in the shadow of their sons sons mm -hmm. is like an artificial light the light of um those people, uh, this one percent, and how they control the things, and it's it's just fact. It's just fact, and there is a moment like we we need to wake up about that and be more concerned and try to uh, put a little bit more of balance into into the system. Yeah.
Did you have touring scheduled for 2020 and 21? Yeah, actually, uh, it's like the third time we postpone, mm -hmm. <laughs> like so many guys. So yeah, yeah, we we we've postponed. Actually, uh, I got my my first shows coming like November 2021. Now we've pushed everything from nearly a year, and um, but again, like we just hope now that it's gonna be possible because, like I said, um, we got the pandemic, but then we'll have like the economical uh, result. And uh, the the effect, and uh, I just hope that uh, it's going to be uh, possible to uh, climb the mountain again. We'll see. Yeah, me too. Have you done any streaming or live shows on the mm. inter internet? Mm, uh, no, first of all, not for now. Meaning that yeah. uh, I could think about it, but I, I I perfectly understand why people do that. Maybe uh, I'll be in a position of doing it one for any reason, but I, I would be really hypocrite to say I like it. Um, yeah. I just feel like it. I, I, I'm Maybe I'm too old. I've done it for more than 20 years shows, and I feel like shows is about like sweat. It's about a venue. It's about all those things and the human. I don't know if you use this word in, uh, in the US, but uh, in the communication, but uh, politics in France talk about like a, a social distanciation, something like that for the pandemic. And, mm -hmm. and our job is exactly the inverse. Like, it's just about making people together. So there is something that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I would say 80 to 90% of my guests have the same answer that you just yeah. gave. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can understand it. Yeah. Well, um, since people won't be seeing you real soon, but hopefully soon-ish, I'd like to play Misery off Shadows of Their Sons. Cool. All right, here it goes.
don't see. There is despair in the places that you don't visit. In the city streets. a heavy tune. Thank you. I've listened to it quite a few times in the last couple of days. And um, for me, it doesn't start like a heavy piece of music. But by the end of it, it's just kind of like, wow, it, it really hits home um, with the vocals and um, uh, the meaning behind it, etc. Um, when did you record that? Um it, it, it's it's a process like the the idea mm -hmm. uh, the, the beginning of the track went months ago and then um there was a vibe like you said like something that was growing just trying to um like kind of melancholic mood and um for me there's just this gimmick that came to my mind like misery is my friend it's of course it's an allegory it's uh it's a nonsense to say misery is my friend but uh, it really means that you live with this like a second skin that you can take out in a and it was really about this direction I had with this album, like uh, the shadow of their son, the, the allegory of uh, for, for those different kind of powers that control a world. Like uh, uh, I've always kept this image uh, in mind. I mean, the the I I don't know why, but I just came back to this whole speech I had in mind and um, just tried to use some part of it just to give it like a universal situation. And, and um I gotta say that you, just just to give you a, a comparison, it's like when you listen to a, a long time ago. I used um, Chaplin's dictator uh, speech, 1940, and uh, it's tough to listen to it and feel like every word is still uh, very actual. And this is exactly the same situation with this one that is 40 years ago. And the, the situation is exactly the same, like for the people. And the, like I said, I don't want to be, um, it's very important for me not to be a lesson giver. Uh, I was mm -hmm. really obsessed about this idea. Like I hate artists who are lesson givers, but I just feel like I, I just need to, uh, um, trying to, to, to work on the direction of giving food for salt, something like that, you know, just thinking, you do art and people like, I got no problem with people just listening to the music for the vibe and everything. But if for any reason they, they feel something a bit more than that, it's great. And where is the speech from? Um, it, it comes from um, Mario Cuomo speech in 1984 during the primary. Uh, it's clearly a speech when you take the full part of it because it's just some elements but it's in the direction of uh, Ronald Reagan and it's really against his politics so it was already 
a kind of situation just considering that uh, we need to take care about the people. Yeah. And it looks like you got a lot of guests on your, your record. I'm sure that's normal mm -hmm. for you. I listened to the Mark Lanigan tune. I love that. He's an old friend of mine. I was happy to see him on there. Mark is like a, it's great because, you, you know, like you, I've been listening to his music for years and years and years. And uh, I love his voice. And uh, it was on my bucket list for a long time, but I was just wondering how could I uh, find uh, the right way to propose him something, like something that makes sense uh, regarding to everything he, he already did. And, and I got to say that uh, it was a very great connection. Well, do you have any, are you listening to any new music right now? Is there anything you have on repeat at your house? Oh, that's a good question. I'm listening to a lot of old stuff most of the time, but if we talk about like uh, things that came out like in 2020, if I think about the last things I've discovered, it was m mostly some new stuff coming out. And um, this year, maybe I would mention uh, Alexandra Savior album. Uh, mm -hmm. I've really loved this album. Like I feel like a, a lot of people compare the, her to uh, Lana Del Rey, and I think yeah. it's it's a bit unfair and uh, too easy to to say that because it's the arrangement and everything is really like a great album. And then uh, on a very different field, uh, I would mention um, Korea Town Hoditi is a rapper from Los Angeles, and uh, he released an album on Stones Road that uh, the name is. Uh, uh, little Dominic Nosebleed. <laughs> that's okay. the name. And that's a great, great conceptual album. Cool. Check that. Mm -hmm. And do you have D Smoke on your new record? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go here in a minute, but I want to ask you one more question. What do you do to get through the day when things are tough during this pandemic and you're stuck at home, you can't tour? What do you do to reassure yourself that things are going to be okay and or you have any advice for people in the same position? Uh, two things. First of all, like if you say like people in the same position, depends on what we call the same position because my position yeah. actually is um, there is something very easy for me when it's not uh, so easy just to say like I'm lucky. That's a fact. Like I'm really lucky. Uh, what I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing music for life. I got no real problem. Like the problem I got is it's not a real problem. So it's easy for me to just take consideration about that. But if you talk about people who got some real problems, I just feel like it's kind of cliche to say that, but like music is really something that can help you. And I receive a lot of message from people. When people like write me about music, it's about my music most of the time. But not only, sometimes it just explain me how much music helped them. Uh, when, when they got tough moments and we all know that but uh, we need to think about it a little bit more uh, I've read something last last month about um, about Spotify and all those streaming platforms and um, I don't remember the numbers but it was ridiculous like uh, something like 500 tracks uh, that represent like 80% of the thing that people listen to when you get like millions of tracks and I just think like maybe something like that like just open your mind and just go and check a little bit uh, more than the, the the top 40 and everything and you'll find a, a, a new world yeah 
All right. That's good advice. Well, thank you again for your time. I'm glad this worked out, and I hope to see you somewhere out there, hopefully in France or here in the States, maybe Mark Lanigan's house. It would be great. <laughs> That's Let's go a... have coffee with Mark. <laughs> um, all right. Take care of yourself, and let's hopefully see each other in the future. Sure. You too. All right. Take it easy. Yep, it's an elephant in the living room. Can we address it? It's iridescent. It don't look happy. Uh, a stampede to be the end of you. So let's move orderly toward the dance floor and begin to drop it low, hopping the bubble and pop. Letting go is a heavy rock and the struggle is obvious. Heaven knows I need a break from the daily monotonous activities. My soliloquy pay me in profit because I make you move. I shout when them tell me to keep my voice down. Voice down. I'm out when they tell me to keep it inside. What now? When gravity tries to keep me on the ground, I touch clouds. A riot can never seem to quiet down. I shout loud. When everything else seems to cease, I know we keep it moving. When giants come round on AP54, we keep it moving. I can't stop, won't stop. From either with the bank out, I'm on top. They try to slow me down, but that really ain't my style. You can't stop my growth. We keep it just move like your body want to Everybody move like your body up to I won't make it to three, better party on two And bring that body close, put the party on you Like your body Yeah. I shout when them tell me to keep my voice down, voice down. I'm out when they tell me to keep it inside. What now? When gravity tries to keep me on the ground, I touch clouds. A riot can never seem to quiet down. I shout loud. When everything else seems to cease, I know we keep it moving. When giants come round on AP54, we keep it moving. I can't stop. Slow me down, but that really ain't my style You can't stop my growth, we keep